preacher's wife down in Alabama. Her husband, the Reverend Doyle Summerhill, could preach up a storm. Yea, though I walked through the valley, he'd say, Alabama was farm country. And when Candler was growing up as far as she could see, trees held so much summer that even the bees got tired by August. Must have been during one of those long fly-buzzing nights when the heat had settled across the spine of the meadow that Candler decided that rotary fans, weekly newspapers, lousy hairdos at the beauty parlor, and devil-driven sermons were going to be markers in a book somebody else read. Nobody really knows what it was that made Candler restless. Some of the old folks say that if you live too close to the tracks and you hear the trains blow, it won't be long before your kitchen starts to look like a diner that charges more for coffee than you're willing to pay. Might have been the hailstorm, the one that tore up half the tobacco in Coleman County and left Candler wide awake with her knees pulled up to her chest. Most of the boys down at the Creekview Cafe still talk about that storm. Ace Rivers claims that was the night his boy Shelby joined the Merchant Marines. Patrick Moss swears he heard his mama's ghost dancing on the tin roof, just like they said she did when she was young and used to sneak off to the jazz clubs down in Birmingham. It drove her daddy crazy till he gave in to the idea and decided his daughter was better off in Birmingham than New York. About that same time, she showed back up on his doorstep with a husband in one hand and a Bible in the other. Folks around that part of the country will tell you that hailstorm tore up a lot more than tobacco plants. Storms like that have a way of washing the biggest rats through a drain system. The kind of lightning and thunder that runs along behind those big chunks of ice has a way of lifting the skin right off the bone, hair and all. It shakes the topsoil loose. It makes the crops nervous. Some say that was the way it was between Doyle and Candler. He didn't treat her bad. He just didn't treat her. Wasn't a whole lot different than having somebody give you a Hershey bar for your wedding anniversary and trying to tell you it's cake. Candler knew from the start she shouldn't have gotten married, but like so many other girls looking for respectability, she fell for Reverend Summerhill, who talked the napkins off her mama's table and told her the Lord had given him a vision and she was part of it. Restlessness is not something that comes over you like a new idea gives you a clear view of the mountains. It just scratches and pecks. It's like one of those park pigeons that used to be in bed. For Candler, it was more like hair growing out. No matter how you cut it, it still takes a year to get down to your shoulders. Then even after it's down there, you don't always notice it. On the afternoon, Doyle rubbed his right index finger over the middle shelf in front of the fresh dried coffee mugs and said, Candler, God ain't never gonna tolerate this much dust even in hell. Was the afternoon Candler shoved her chair back, walked across the floor, went upstairs, opened the drawers, and started to pack.